it's that time of the month. <laughs> the first episode, in fact. We're really lame. Do you want to say your name? I'm Milena. This is... Maddie. And I'm Meg. And we're three Women? ladies who go to Alderdice <laughs> High School, which is a public school in Pittsburgh. And we are really passionate about feminism and things like that. We're all members of the Feminist Student Union, the very small Feminist Student Union. Top seven students on a good day. That, hey, we worked hard, okay? <laughs> we did a lot of really good stuff in Feminist Student Union. But um, this podcast is kind of just a way to, like, expand our voices. I don't know. We like to vent, but only we're listening to each other, yeah, and we all agree with each other, so. We decided we really would like other people to listen to us complain about things. Yes. Like the patriarchy. That's about and right. boring people. So, we're just going to sit here and talk about, this week we're going to talk about this month. We're going to talk about periods and women in politics and how they're portrayed differently in the media and things like that and how we got the name of this podcast yeah that's why we're talking about periods so as you may have noticed our podcast is kind of an interesting title it's called (laughs) that time of the month my dad loved it by the way um and it's kind of just we're just we're just kind of trying to like reclaim like the just the whole like idea around periods about how they're you know how periods are kind of viewed as shameful. Hopefully, if you're listening to this, you know that periods are kind of viewed as like a shameful thing that girls are supposed to, or girls or men or whoever, whoever gets periods are supposed to kind of like hide behind and just not tell anyone. Like you know how you put your tampon up your sleeve or like you hide. You get so good at like hiding things. And yeah, being really subtle. I, there are like a thousand ways to tell like that you're on your period. Like I can think of three like off the top of my head right now. Yeah. Like, I and I also found out so many different ways to hide a tampon like because apparently walking around holding a tampon is a problem which i have recently decided to not make a problem anymore um yeah it's just it's i I don't agree i don't agree with it yeah like cosmo and 17 magazine will always have things like like neat tips to like hide your tampon and like yeah why do i need to to hide my tampon like can i let everyone know about my life and my body if you don't want to let everybody know then you don't have to but it's also like it shouldn't you shouldn't i shouldn't forced from doing it i shouldn't feel like i have to pretend i'm like just not bleeding (laughs) (laughs) exactly and there's like I, I feel like just recently I've I'm like the biggest complainer ever. Like in my psych psychology class, I will there's there's like two girls in there that I talk to and I just complain about my period whenever I'm on it. Like the whole time I'm like, I'm dying. I need to go home. I have horrible cramps. Like I just wanna leave and there's this one guy in there who just kinda stares at me the whole time while I'm complaining and feels kind of awkward and I'm like, Yeah, I bleed. What are you gonna do about it? <laughs> So yeah, that's kind of what the na- the basis of this name was from, because it just, there's, there, it like, aggravates it's not, us. It's not just, like, a daily life aggravation, it's something that, it's like a, like a, a tool of oppression, and for many different, like, cultures and societies, like, um, in India, they'll, you'll, like, go to the store and try and buy pads and tampons, and they'll give them to you in a black bag so nobody can see them. You don't even have, like, even without asking for it. I have a couple articles, which I can link to that, but um, if you want to read about it, I'll probably put some in the description. If that's a thing that I can do, 
I don't know. I haven't put anything on SoundCloud before. <laughs> Definitely not on iTunes. They would not let me link anything. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So recently, um, if we're moving on from that, uh, recently Hillary Clinton announced that she's running for president, which Woo-hoo. is very exciting. It's exciting! Because she, she deserves it, honestly. Um, which actually has drawn my personal attention to the way that women are portrayed in politics and in the media. It's just, it varies very differently from the way that men are, and I can think, and I think that that could be a tool of oppression. Have you guys noticed yeah, anything definitely. that you think? I first noticed that, like, like it's not something that I really called attention to. In fact, I would probably like it. Like, did you see what she was wearing? Like, when I was younger, I probably said stuff like that. But when I saw misrepresentation for the first time, I was like, oh my god. Women have so much, so many issues. Oh, yeah. Like- misrepresentation is a great movie. You guys should totally watch it if you're interested in women in the media. It's so, on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. So these, it's on Netflix. So these things Plugging can, Netflix. like, they can vary from talking just about, like, what a woman is wearing versus, like, her actual foreign policy or anything that she's actually involved in. Mm-hmm. Or, like, an example is when um, Chelsea Clinton had her baby, everybody was wondering how that would affect Hillary Clinton's possible, well, now actual, mm-hmm. 2016 presidential run. And Mitt Romney literally had three grandchildren born during the course of his campaign and nobody wondered how like being a grandfather would affect him yeah and it's, it's just so interesting because it's not like it wasn't even like her child like she wasn't having a baby it's not like <laughs> she would have to go on maternity leave or anything like that which is another issue entirely yeah and i'm gesturing really wildly with my hands even though no one's gonna be able to see it but i'm gesturing wildly with my hands to show how strongly i feel about this but yeah it's not like it was gonna be her child she wouldn't have to leave but, you know, Wait, okay, ridiculous. did you ever know how, like, Hillary's hair is, like, a thing? Like, yeah. Like, people always talk about... I mean, this was even during Bill's, like, presidency, like, it's in like, the 90s. Yeah. They would talk about how, like, her hair was whack all the time. Like, how... <laughs> like, like, it, like, it always changes. Like, that but Hillary, who cares? Like, like, like the what's-her-face from Friends. Like, you know, uh, what's her name? The Jennifer... Oh, What's the Rachel? Rachel? The Rachel? Rachel. <laughs> the Jennifer. It's like the Hillary, like the Rachel. Yeah. And uh, like John, like uh, like Kate's hairstyle from John and Kate Plus 8. That was a thing, too. I never why, watched why is that it? show. <laughs> but yeah, the Hillary's hair is a thing. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. And these things, like, you could be like, oh, well, well, if anybody, like, the electorate isn't going to pay attention to these things. But, like, that's actually really not that true because... When women are covered by the media, they talk about their, like, their looks 400% more times than they talk about men's looks. Um, They talk about their personalities, like, whether they have, like, a nurturing personality or, like, a calculating personality. When they talk about men's, like, economic uh, policies, um, foreign policy, like, actual things that pertain to their office. And that's actually, like it's been proven that that actually like affects how people see the mm-hmm. candidate so it's dissuading women from running and it's dissuading people from voting for women so it's actually like actually harming the the women of this country and the electorate and any woman who's in politics yeah and it kind of i, I see it as just like a huge reflection on how america views women in general because like you know there are always those uh, articles about like, men who are fighting, and those just like, oh, the rivalry between, like, Obama and Mitt Romney when that was a thing mm-hmm. in the past election. But then it'll be, like, an article about two women in politics, like, the cat fight. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why is it a cat? F- what? That's 
makes it sound like yeah. they're irrational and stuff like that. No, it's exactly like that. What's the deal with, like, oh, we can't have a female president because when she's PMS, she's gonna, you know, start oh, a war. Exactly. Like, actually, like, have you ever heard that? There aren't, were... aren't men, like, more hormonal or something during that? Okay, so, I'll check okay. on those so when we're talking specifically... Let's talk specifically about Hillary Clinton for a second, because we brought her up earlier. So, um, I don't know if you saw, like, there was a piece on Larry, uh, Nightly Show with Larry Wilmore. Yeah. Uh, It was about how post-menopausal women, which Hillary is probably a part of, are getting there because of her age, they're actually, like, literally the most stable person in terms of hormones that you want to be running your country, because because there's, there's no, like, there's no change in your hormones. And, anyways, when you are in your period, so, like, that's when your estrogen levels are, like, at their lowest. So, it's when, kind of, like, your hormones most, are most mo- modeled, down. like, by a man. Yeah. So, it's, like... Yeah, it's just illogical. And I've also, like... It, it's either so way. Like, this, is a, this has been an argument a lot. Like, I've noticed it come up more a lot recently. How, like... I, I think it was something... I found on, like, Humans of New York or something, where this girl was, like... This boy in my class said that periods should um, disqualify women from leadership positions, and I threw a pencil at him. And, and then that I just I year. saw that and I yeah. realized, um, like it was. Yeah, I okay, saw that too. Good. I realized like how common that was, and how much like it not only it applies to politics, it applies to basically any woman in the media. It applies to me in like my daily life. Like I you know. don't know, like there have been so many instances where I. I've been walking around, I've been mad at someone, so I, like, said something. That's the thing I started recently, is actually telling people when I'm mad at them. And then the response is, like, oh, she's just on her period. And this isn't even just from, like, like, males. This is also from my female friends that I've had from over the years, including this one sitting right here. She said that a lot when I was in, like, middle school. Yeah, I can be mad at you (laughs) when I'm not on my period. Just saying. Yeah, like, um, like, it makes sense for me because I actually had like a, like a hormonal problem. Yeah, so maybe this angry. isn't the best example. But, no, like, <laughs> but, it's, but it definitely shows how like um, like you can, it doesn't matter if you're a woman or a man or something else, like you can still yeah. oppress people or be rude to people or whatever. Like by saying, oh, she's just on her period. Like that makes me feel so invalidated as a human being. Like I can't just be mad right. at someone. I have to. There has the to be fact, some excuse for it. The fact that this is even an issue is just like, it's yeah, really disheartening like, as a woman in America. <laughs> like, like I just, I mean, I'd like to be angry without someone being like, oh, she's just on her period. Just don't having, listen. Don't listen to her. She's normal, on her period. She's having like, a normal bodily like function happen right now. Like, don't like don't listen to her. <laughs> no, exactly. It's it's also kind of funny how like. So there's just like so little education about periods. This, really, this is yeah. taking a turn because we were gonna talk about women in politics, but I'm back to periods because I'm so angry about it, and I'm not on my period. In case any of you were wondering, God, can't handle this anymore. Well, I am. Good, thanks. Good, good to know. But I, I honestly like, I feel like I got no formal education about, um, yeah. like periods. Really, like I definitely. When I was a kid, I was, like, really curious. Like, I looked up all this information about, like, for myself. Yeah. And I definitely wouldn't have known 
all the stuff I know now if it weren't for me and only me. Did like, you read it in the American Girl Doll puberty book? Yes. yes. That is exactly <laughs> what I read it in. We'll have How a shout out know? to Why the American Girl puberty. You're welcome. The Karen Keeping of Thank you. you. That's a quality book. That is a quality. That Except, taught me everything I needed to know Why does it not talk about, about sex at all? I, I thought that was kind of weird. Because American Girl. <laughs> I was very I thankful so. to have a mother who like told me about all this stuff early on. Like, like, in, when I was in, like, fourth grade, like, my mom told me, hey, this might happen to your body sometime soon. I was like, great, now I know, so I don't freak out when I start bleeding, because there have been, like, so many girls have come up to me and been like, hey, yeah, so, like, like when you share first period stories, like, in eighth grade or whatever, so many girls have been like, yeah, I had no idea what was happening, I thought I was dying, like, I was crying, like, or, like, when you, I don't know, um, it happens different ages for different women but it's just like there's so little education about it and even like like one of uh a guy i was talking to one time was like oh if you're on your period don't you have to go to the bathroom and i was like what do you mean do i have to go to the bathroom like i have to go to the bathroom like a normal person and they're like well like when you're on it i'm like what do you mean like when you have it like the moment you have your period and i was like what that's not how it works like you have no idea it was so weird um, I actually have this book that's just a collection of memoirs that are only about first periods. It's called Little Red Book, I think, which is funny. But, yeah, um, it's actually really interesting. And it's scary, too, because some of them are, like, older women. And they're talking about how in the, like, 1930s they were, like, 10 years old and on a train running from Nazis. I swear to God okay. that was one. And, um, I think I and she got a period and she was like, what the f- is happening. <laughs> Do you ever wonder how, like, women in, like, TV shows set in, like, sci-fi and, like, like, how did yeah, Candace like ever, like, how did Candace ever exactly. manage a period? I know, I was like, wait, so does this just not happen in literature anymore? Like, do we just ignore the fact that, like, women have real issues? Like, like how, yeah, like, okay. how did Candace ever I do feel like in the Hunger Games, that? I feel like, she theoretically, I feel like, theoretically, they would have sent, like, the little presents down. They would have sent you, like, menstrual whatever it's called. You know, that's more because, maybe, No, thinking. really, because, like, that, that would just be ridiculous. Maybe they stopped it at the Capitol the way that they stopped, like, the guys oh from growing their beards. Actually, scratch that. The Hunger Games makes sense, but I can think of, like, seven other examples. You of think how they it makes sterilized all the women? That like could hormones. happen. Like, that could totally happen. Well, well, like, yeah, but she has of, kids at the end. Well, no, but no, like, not you didn't hear from me. Use hormones because like that's how a lot of they birth didn't sterilize us, but that's how birth control works. Yeah, like, like, like that's why. I <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I guess it's in the future, so they have all the technology, so they can do whatever. Yeah, they want. but it's it's still definitely something I wondered. Like after I read The Hunger Games for the first time, I was like, wait a second. That and that's body not hair, right? That and body hair. Yeah, like, body hair is like absent. In the Hunger there Games. was a thing. Not, she, wait, not why the would Hunger they Games. talk about it in the Hunger Games? Not just the Hunger Games, but like, I'm like the Walking Dead. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, like read one of the like this. one of the actresses like lifted up her arms and she had shaved armpits. And I'm like, I don't even shave my arms when I'm not in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, like, that is ridiculous. It's just it's kind of, that's another thing. Like, there's so many things that make Shout people out to, feel shameful yeah. of just their natural bodies, like like body hair, periods. Like those are things that naturally happen to people. Like it's gonna like. There's no way. There's no way around it. Like it's gonna happen. Why is it like meant to make people feel bad about themselves? Yeah. Like I just, I don't want to. It just doesn't make sense to me. 
I remember in ninth grade, this one girl didn't shave her legs, like, ever. And um, she wore shorts to school for the first time. And this was sort of, I guess this was before I really understood that there's nothing wrong with female body hair. Mm -hmm. I was just kind of uh, used to the stigma of it. But um, I was like, I was like, I leaned over to my friend and I was like, what is going on? And she was like, who cares? Which is weird because it was like my conservative friend. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it was really bizarre. But then I was like, holy sh! I'm a horrible person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, I don't know. I think, like, the first time I realized that I don't have to shave was when I, like, encountered my mom's friends. Like, we went on vacation together or something. And none of them, sh- like, we went swimming and none of them shaved. Like, like they were just, like, regular ladies who didn't give a or, Like, they just didn't shave. I was like, I don't. I just, I was like, oh, I want to do this. That's great. And now I still, like, shave depending on the time of year, basically. Sometimes I like but, it. Sometimes yeah. I don't. So it's, it's fine. It's a choice. Like, yeah. I used to be, you know, so afraid of, like, wearing shorts without shaving my yeah. legs. And now I'm like, well, if I get around to it, I will. Like, either, like, the whole, like, TLDR, like. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it you back should... to Reddit terms. <laughs> 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 You should have the choice whether or not to do whatever you want with your body. Absolutely. It shouldn't be, society is making me shave my legs, so I have to. It should be like, I like the way it feels, or I like the way it looks, or I don't like the way it feels, or I don't like the way it looks. It shouldn't be, well, guys or girls won't find me attractive because I don't have shaved legs, so I need to do it. Or you're not a real woman if you don't shave your legs. Or you're ugly, you're hideous, like, nobody cares about you if you don't shave your legs. And I I get that nobody's going to say, like, nobody cares about you if you don't shave your legs, but we say things about that, like, to women about their bodies all the time. It's like, Mm. you have, you have hips, you have a body, like, you have, you have ribs, you can't fit into this dress, like, you're not, you're not a person, nobody's going to care about you, like, you're not a size zero, like, you're not going to have anybody love you it's like something that we say to women and people like should start paying attention to that more and start realizing that all of this stuff is like your choice whether you want to look really skinny like healthily like look healthily skinny um or like don't like don't do that so it's just it's your choice did you ever see um uh, maybe it was a couple months ago instagram like uh deleted deleted that one post that was of two women in swimsuits and they're like there was uh pubes like coming out of their Uh, swimsuit but there was no nudity or anything like inappropriate it was just like flagged for whatever reason and they deleted it it. yeah there was like a whole mess over that and it was like Really? Like, there's not yeah, even... It's not even issue. like Miley Cyrus's nipples. No. <laughs> which were great, by which the were way. also deleted. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and the same thing happened with um a period picture, actually. Some period art in oh, response yeah. to some period hate. The woman lying yeah, in a the bed. there was a woman laying in a bed, and her... I guess her period was bleeding through her pants, but it was an art piece. Um, It was, like, period art, which is a response to... The stigma we were talking yeah, about earlier. the stigma we were talking about earlier. And... Um, Instagram deleted it, and I, it caused this huge uproar, which was awesome, but, like, everyone was talking about it, they were like, this is just, like, a recent thing, and they were like, oh my god, I can't believe Instagram would do this, like, why are we making women feel bad about their bodies, and then a bunch of people were like, actually, this has been happening for a really long time, and someone mentioned that 
the one that you mentioned before, Maddie. Like actually, um, if I can use this as a segue, um, about one of our disclaimers for yes, this program is tell that... us you're using a segue. What a great way to use a segue. <laughs> <laughs> so to segue into my talk is this like this particular issue that came up also got some buzz, I guess, for like being trans exclusionary and. Um, I want to make clear that um, myself, Maddie, and Milena all wholeheartedly believe in completely intersectional feminism. We don't want to make any group of any kind of women or um, non-binary or non-gendered people feel, or men, feel at all uncomfortable or offended. So, by the way, if we say anything that ticks you off, if anybody's actually listening to this, um, give <laughs> yeah. it in, your, in the comments. But, I'll so, put an email down yeah. there, too. So, this this period art and the response that like taking it down sparks said like well this is trans exclusionary because trans women are women but they don't get their period and so when i'm thinking about this i mean it's true and i want to be completely intersectional but sometimes like not every issue affects everyone and that doesn't yeah. make it any less important yeah so it's something Absolutely. we still felt it was really worth mentioning like Clearly, as the title of our podcast says, like, it's something that we feel strongly about that's really worth mentioning, even if it doesn't affect everybody that feminism is trying to protect and empower. So, I forgot to mention that in the beginning. Thanks for bringing that back up. I was like, oh, I was, I remembered it halfway through. I was like, oh, I forgot to talk about intersectionality and how that's really important. No, it is important. If your feminism isn't intersectional, then uh, it's not feminism. So... Be quiet. Also, by the by, feminism is not hating men. I'd just like to make that clear. Someone said that to me in our school, actually. Um, it was when we were taking our yearbook picture. Uh, the person, the student who was, like, facilitating that, who I love. I love him. He's wonderful. The pre- um, Is that the president of Yeah, the I met yeah. him one time, and I was like, oh, you're a wonderful yeah, human. Yeah, he was really cool. But he said, um, he was like, what did he say? He was like, oh... Feminist Student Union, does that mean you guys hate men? And we were all like, uh, no. no. <laughs> like, we didn't, we're just kind of taken aback, like, what? And, yeah. I, and that's not the first time I've heard that, but that was like, oh, God, no. it was interesting how they, that person said that to a group of people. Like, why? Like, why? why? like we're clearly going to be like, what's wrong? Like, why would you say that? Like, like, a large group of people. It was just bizarre. Yeah. It was at that point we didn't have any men in our uh, club, yes. so... But we still don't. We had a couple. But it's not we've our... Some f- like, meetings. we've tried so hard. Hey, we I have. got a bunch of names of incoming freshmen. And it's yeah, gonna, that's true. It's gonna be good. See, what always happens is that when I talk to someone who is a man about Feminist Student Union, they always say, like, are there any other guys in the club? And I'm yeah. not going to lie to them and be yeah, like, exactly. yeah, there are. So I say, no, but I'd love you to be the first one, like, please. Mm-hmm. And they, they go, ugh, like, as, like, they wouldn't be comfortable just being with women, talking yeah. about women's and I, issues. It's not, it's, I've, I've definitely, like, talked to some guys who have been like, oh, yeah, I'll totally come and never show up. And yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not mad at them for it. It's Me normal either. to feel, like, uncomfortable in that situation. I just, like, wish it would happen. Because there are definitely men who are feminists in our school, and they're 
like men who are feminists who have come to club meetings and just never came back. But and it's just to be honest, it doesn't take as much as you think to actually be a feminist. It's really there's not hard. <laughs> it's not difficult. There's not a club. There's not a bloodletting ceremony. It's just <laughs> a belief that everybody should be equal no matter what they look like or what their chromosomes are or what's going on in their pants. So, just that. Yep, <laughs> that's basically it. <sighs> the struggle. Alright, so I think we're gonna end here. Just so you know, we're, once again, Milena, Megan, Maddie, we go to Alderdice, we live in Pittsburgh. If you're interested in being a part of this, holla at me. We're also gonna do, I think we're gonna do, like, a little segment where we have, um, some, like, poetry readings, like, feminist poetry. I have a couple people who are interested in that, and I really think that would be cool because one podcast a month is not a lot of... It's I could do a little bit more than that, so we're gonna probably yeah. add something like that, and uh, yeah, I hope this was interesting to you to hear us talk and rant for a good twenty <laughs> minutes because we were gonna do this anyways, and we just decided <laughs> to record it one day. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. If you if if, if any if this. anyone's out there, <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello, is there this the go. Mars rover? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>